0: A smart person learns from their mistakes. A wise person learns from others' mistakes. Welcome to the My Mistakes podcast. We cover the lessons learned from the mistakes we've made in business so you won't do the same. I'm Chris Chanchuli. You can lose someone from a lack of communication, attention, and disrespect. You can also lose yourself the same way. It's not always what you do. Sometimes it's about what you didn't do. I'm Sean Rosenfeld, and I'll be asking questions to understand why Chris did what he did and what he learned from it. This episode is brought to you by Don Pablo. For a deep, rich, full-body cup of coffee, choose Don Pablo. It's a better cup of coffee. If you happen to catch the last podcast, in which I talked about spreading myself very thin. The point that I was working for the two one-on-one training clubs that I was acting as a consultant for, I needed this job because I was getting a check on a weekly basis from each of them. I also had my own one-on-one studio, and I was training people in their homes, but if a client paid me for 10 sessions at a time, or I believe it was 12 sessions I had them pay at that time, if they paid me $438 for 12 sessions, they were giving that to me up front. And I was using that money to pay whatever toward the rent to the lights, to the air conditioning, to the heat, whatever the bill was. So there came a time where all the money was spent and I still owed those sessions. Now, again, That's where my fear, anxiety was stemming from not having enough money to keep that roof overhead as far as the training facility. I didn't want the two partners that I was sharing the space to come after me legally or sue me for owing that because we did have an agreement that I would be there for a three-year period. I, at this time, was also thinking that the one-on-one facility that I was working as a consultant for might let me go because it was the financial crisis, the housing market, everything was going down very fast. Gas prices were extremely high. I had a car that guzzled gas. So I felt that pain tremendously, paying over $4 a gallon, and I needed to make myself more valuable to the two owners of the franchises. So I started doing more of the sales myself to sell the packages that would cost over $1,000 per package. And I was doing some of the training, which I said from the start I wouldn't do because I was training people in enough places. However. I was going to get whatever it was, $40, $50 a session to train people there. So I was trying to figure out how I could do that, but they wouldn't allow me to train anyone in that block time that I was there as a consultant to help with sales or working with the owner to come up with marketing strategies to bring in more sales. So this became slightly problematic because I needed to train the people to make the money. They didn't need my time so that I could be there to help come up with ideas. They wanted me to be going out into the community to speak to people and let them know about the training facility and try to get people in. Going back to again, when someone is dealing with a drug habit in which you could go into withdrawal if you don't get the pills or medication that Your body is crying out for things aren't going to be good. I remember trying to go out into the community and walk around to introduce myself to other business owners and just sweating profusely because I had to somehow limit the amount of, again, I'm going to say medication because it sounds better saying into the microphone and. This isn't something that I talk about openly. And there's many people that will hear this who know me who probably didn't even know this was an issue for years for me. But I feel that it was a mistake. It's not something that I'm ashamed of. And many people go through this. And I think that because it stays hidden when people do go through it, they think they're alone. And that's part of the shame and guilt that I felt while going through this, going back now 12 years. And I've been clean and sober and have not used any of these drugs since. So that's 12 years, yeah. So I just wanted to say that. But going to all the different businesses and sweating profusely and trying to train clients. And there are many stories of getting sick during clients. And it was really an ugly period that I went through. And again, I'm not proud of, but I'm not ashamed of, it was a mistake. And I will go into greater detail later time about drugs and the mistake, but sticking just to business here, I ultimately was doing so much myself within these two franchises that they didn't want to fire me or get rid of me when things slowed down or when they were having financial issues, but they wanted me to not do any more training. So now if I'm used to an extra two, three, four hundred $400 a week, and now I'm being told you can't do that, it might be my personality. It might've been slight drug withdrawal. I don't know. But it made me and the two owners of these franchises get a little snippy, shall we say, with each other in which it created tension to where it was uncomfortable to be there. Take that And then add in the stress of rushing to my in-home clients, then getting back to my studio to work with my clients to where I wasn't even making any money. And I remember that period where I would have like a 90-minute break between one location and the other. And I would park in the same spot, one of three spots, either 7-Eleven parking lot or a municipal parking lot or outside of my one-on-one training center. And I would just sleep and I would take like an hour long nap in the middle of the afternoon. And it wasn't so much I was tired, although I was tired because my sleep was erratic because of stress, but I felt very, I don't want to say depressed. I was fearful that, that I was failing and I was failing not at these businesses. I've always been a hustler to where I could keep things afloat. But I thought I was failing in life to be 28 years old at the time and be thinking, I thought I would have gone so much further. I mean, I had a degree in exercise physiology, I went to graduate school for a period of time. I wasn't a dummy. So it made me question what am I doing wrong? And of course, when you're going through it, you can look at a drug addiction and all the bad choices and dumb decisions that I made, and still, I wasn't putting the blame on myself or taking responsibility. I was still blaming others and just wondering what was next, because I assumed every day something bad was going to happen, and eventually, one day it did, but that's for another day. So I know while this was all going on, you had some marital problems. Do you have a support system to help you get through this at the time? Naturally, I had my mom and dad and I had my brother. And I did have a couple friends who I would complain to, but they then got tired of hearing about me just complain. And they said, just get divorced then. To me, that was like, quit, fail. I knew that I wasn't happy but I didn't know what I was going to do about it. And the best support system that I had was my parents and my brother. Did your parents and brother know about your addiction issue? My mother did not. I kept that from her. As far as an addiction issue, no. My dad didn't know. My mom didn't know. My brother didn't know the extent of it. On one Christmas day, going back, Probably two years prior to this, one or two years prior to all this taking place, I had like a little baggie with like a handful of Percocet that were in them. And I had that tucked into my sock because I didn't want my wife at the time to see that in my pocket or question what it was because I hid a great deal from her as well. And as I was outside at a family member for Christmas's house, It fell out, or I thought it may have fallen out from my sock, and I was looking underneath the car. I was looking up the walkway, trying to see if it had fallen out. And my brother saw me from the window inside the house, like down on the ground, essentially looking under the car and looking around. And he walked out and he just said, "What's wrong? What'd you lose?" And I said, "Oh, I had some money. There's my pocket, and there's like two hundred bucks, and it's probably somewhere under the car." And I was looking. And my brother, I'll never forget, it was the harshest thing he's ever said to me, and it was so important in my sobriety. And my brother looked me in the eyes, and he said, I love you, and I never thought that I would ever call my brother this, but I guess you've just become a junkie. And it cut so deep. I was so mad at him, yet I wanted to cry, and I wanted to hit him, and I wanted to get in the car and drive away. That was probably the first step to where I said this has gone too far if I don't knock this off and quit, essentially. Maybe that's why I didn't want to quit drugs either. I didn't want to quit anything. But I knew ultimately it was going to end with me dead or going to jail because when you're desperate, you do desperate things and my mind was going to not good places. How does your parents and your brother feel about your sobriety today? You know, they couldn't be happier. It's something that I kept from my mom. I went to rehab. I cleaned up. I got involved with Narcotics Anonymous and The Rooms, as we call them. And I put the same dedication and determination that I do to everything to no longer ever taking an opioid or painkiller again. And by having that laser focus that brought me down the wrong path is the same dedication and focus that got me back on track and heading in the right direction. And I really feel great about that today. And to anyone that hears this and is going through it, I promise you it's such a better life when you don't rely on something like that. And it's a freedom that you won't know until you explore and achieve it yourself. For more info, visit us at getconnects.com. That's G-E-T-C-O-N-N-E-X-X.com. On Instagram at Connects underscore or on Facebook at Connects comma, I-N-C. Thank you to our sponsor, Don Pablo, for the highest quality coffee at the best price delivered straight to your doorstep. Find Don Pablo Coffee on Amazon or order direct from donpablocoffee.com.